Welcome to another episode of People with Passion for Pets. Today we are talking to Ellie and Tom with The Dog and Us. Together with their rescue dog, Alaska, Ellie and Tom explore our U.S. national parks and share all things dog-friendly. So, hello, Ellie and Tom. Welcome. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you. So you guys are the the people behind the website, The Dog and Us, and the YouTube channel by the same name, and you're all about traveling with dog Alaska. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Uh, Tom is Australian, and we've been living in Australia for the past four years, and we moved back to the States. We really wanted to bring our rescue dog with us and check out all the national parks in the U.S., so she's actually a rescue dog from Australia. We wanted to make sure we could bring her wherever we went. Yeah, so, so we flew her over. That yeah. was a bit of a debacle. That was <laughs> very stressful and a lot of paperwork, but that was something we knew that we would probably have to do yeah. at some point. So She's, yeah, an international dog. So we're really <laughs> we made sure she was crate trained and everything so she wasn't an- anxious on the plane. So um, on your YouTube channel, I know that your sort of your mission or the thing that got you started is uh, trying out all the national parks on Dog Friendly. Yeah, I think our our main focus is is national parks because in Australia, domestic animals are not allowed anywhere at all in a national park. So not even in a car inside the national. Oh, really? Park. Yeah, yeah. Not, they're like, very strict. And, and here we thought our national parks were. In yeah, exactly. Know, right? yeah. So and and Australia is has more national parks than any other country in the world. Um, it's one big national park. Which basically means camping with your dog in Australia or hiking with your dog in Australia becomes extremely dif- difficult. Mm. One of the one of the reasons we, t- we started this kind of thing over here was because we knew that we could at least go to national parks and we kind of wanted a good time. Yeah, still have a good time, exactly. We would have been very limited if we tried to do it in Australia, so. And when we lived uh, in, when we lived in the U.S., um, our national parks were kind of like our haven because we lived in Los Angeles. We'd always go to Sequoia and Yosemite and Joshua Tree and we just fell in love with that, you know, that part of the country. So we were like, when we come back, we really want to spend as much time as possible. And we know it's, we know it's so hard for people to, it's such a pain point, you know, not, you know, can't hardly go on any of the trails. What we love is that we see people who just assume that they couldn't take their dog to a national park at all. But that's that's kind of far from the truth. You can camp in all of the campgrounds. So, in addition to um, to your YouTube channel, you also have a, a really nice website, and I noticed you have a blog. And then you you um, I think you just started a Facebook group too. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, do you want to talk about it all? Yeah, so we uh, just started uh, U.S. National Parks with Dogs. So we realized there was no resource for people who wanted to bring their dogs on adventures and to the national parks, you know, where all the questions usually, where do you leave your dogs when you're going to a national park? And a lot of people say, just don't bring your dog, kennel it. That didn't settle with us very well. And so we were like, we should build a community that people can share their own experiences so that dog owners can recreate responsibly in the national parks. Yeah, I really kind of am pretty passionate about that because I know that the U.S. national parks were, they're made for the people. And what I'd see on other other groups, national park fan pages, I'd see people saying, you can't bring your dog to the national park. Mm. Well, well, for some dog owners, that means that, that they can't go to the, the national park. Like some people can't, yeah. can't travel away from their dog. 
So that's why I decided to start the group and, and show people that it, it definitely can be done. Hey guys, just real quick, if you enjoy our content, please give us a thumbs up and share it with your friends and family. And please subscribe to our podcast. Okay, let's get back to the interview. We didn't know it would grow as fast as it did, but um, people share it with their friends and people that they know that have dogs. So It's super positive and we all, yeah, we all have the exact same challenge and a lot, oftentimes it's a lot of people recommending areas outside the national parks to hike, you know, really close areas. And we think that we, we, that's kind of what we like to do, you know we'll go to the surrounding national forest and, mm. and take Alaska on a really big hike the first day. And then the next day we might do more of our driving kind of tour. So. Yeah. In fact, we, we had that same experience on our way back when we uh, came back from Oregon, we drove through Utah and Jim had not been to Bryce Canyon. So we stopped at Bryce and unfortunately we came through right in October, which I didn't realize that's the absolute busiest time, I guess, for yeah. that area. Perfect weather. And so it was yeah. it was really, really crazy there. And of course, just like most national parks, I mean the dogs were allowed in the campgrounds and on the, you know, topside trails, but not into the canyon. But yeah. this uh, this nice lady there at the campground, she said, you know, you got to go to Red Canyon. And so we had this like beautiful hike just outside of Bryce Canyon. And there's all these beautiful hiking trails to to yeah. see there. So it was one of those yeah. experiences. Yeah. yeah and awesome. those those get overshadowed. If, if people think that they want to go to Bryce Canyon and then they hear that they can't go to Bryce Canyon with the dog, well, then they're going to miss out on those surrounding places as well. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. Alaska, Alaska is three. three. Yeah, we got her as about eleven week old puppy. She was, oh wow! She was yeah, a, she was, she was, a, she was an little... abandoned puppy actually. They found her walking the streets. We think that she so in Australia they do a lot of pig pig hunting, wild boar hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We think she was bred um, for that. Bred for that, but then, but then maybe wasn't big enough actually. Or yeah, she might have been the runt of a, of a of a pig hunting litter or something like that. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, they breed bull Arab, but it's. No. That's kind of like they're usually way bigger than her. It's like oh. it's it's one. It's I think it, I think it's officially a breed now, but it's kind of um, only you know come to be in the last twenty years or something. It's like it's just a okay. mixture of dogs, but it's 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 now so been bred so many times that it's becoming a real breed called bull Arab. It's a mixture of like mm-hmm. a pointer, a greyhound, and a pit bull, um, so a pit bull or something. American like that. That, was like, that was like the three breeds. Yeah. English Daffy. But she doesn't necessarily look like a purebred bull Arab. She, she looks like a purebred hunt. But then bull, bull Arabs aren't really <laughs> purebred anyway. So it's, she's, long story, she's a mutt, but she kind of resembles cool. a purebred mutt. Well, okay. All right. Yes, she was a, a 11-week-old puppy that they found uh, wandering the streets in Brisbane. So um, when we got her like a week after that, and she was named Alaska, they named her Alaska for whatever reason. And we didn't really want to change too much. We know she was under a lot of stress as a puppy and she was answering to Alaska. So we were like, oh, well, we'll just, she's Alaska now. So, so you know, they, you there to was travel reason- to Alaska now, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of going to be. That's going to be the culmination of many five things. Five-year goal. <laughs> yeah, Alaska's always been maybe two our, like major bucket list place to visit. So yeah, okay. yeah, we thought it was a sign because we've always been wanting to go to Alaska since we met. So did you have to do anything special to to get her ready for the traveling, or was she kind of just a turnkey type of thing? Um, we yeah, luckily we'd crate trained a plenty. Ellie doesn't like to talk about this, but leading up to it, you know, maybe like the last few weeks we like gave her longer periods in her crate just to get used to it you know so we weren't waiting 
we went away for work. We like she she was in a crate for eighteen hours um, on the plane coming over from Australia. So I didn't want her to be used to being in a crate for a couple of hours, you know. So we we would do four hour stints in there, and just I wanted her to be used to that. I knew that would be less uh, stressful than than just doing eighteen hours. We have homes both here and in Australia, so we knew that at some point it could be likely that we would be coming over here. So we. We had her. We had her ready for that. She's a big. She's a big girl, and she's also. We also knew we. She would have to be pretty flexible and you know easy to travel with. So we wanted to make sure that she was well trained and comfortable and, in your van. Yeah, exactly. Comfortable yeah. in a van. Comfortable in a crate. And now she's obsessed with her crate. She just loves just going in there when she needs her own time. It's Perfect. good. Yes, yeah, yeah, get her out proud. sometimes. That's yes. the worst part. It's like... <laughs> Deal with humans. I don't think so. I'm staying here. Yeah. <laughs> As people in an international relationship, we're always thinking of when we have to go to the other country. So we want to make sure she's easy to fly with. I remember years ago when I um, came to the U.S., I brought uh, Kali with me. And I know how stressed out I was because he had to fly in cargo and it was such a long flight. So Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. we were very lucky with Alaska. She was was like nothing had happened. So we were... She's just happy to see. Yeah, she was eating food right away just seemed like she'd just taken a long sleep in a crate so it wasn't too bad at all awesome that's so cool (laughs) and so now you guys are full-time on the road traveling in the U.S. yeah so we we yeah we live full-time in our travel trailer and our mission kind of with the dog in us is to to visit as many of the um, national park service sites that we can so um, monuments and also the parks themselves and national seashores and national historic sites and all of those. Our plan is to visit them all and we haven't got a deadline on that, but <laughs> it's um, been hard this year, <laughs> but been hard this year. yeah, but, everything's been hard this year, but we're, that's our goal. We still yeah. want to yeah, try to check out all the dog friendliness in the national parks. Cause there's, there's lots of dog friendly areas and trails and campgrounds that we can explore so yeah we're super grateful that we can take alaska to those places and we really want to part of our mission is to try and capture that and share that with people and provide them with resources and inspiration to do that themselves take their dog everywhere or everywhere that they're allowed so that's how i kind of found you guys because i think it's a great resource to kind of see somebody that has taken a dog there because you're always a little bit on the fence with national parks sometimes you hear they're not as dog friendly um, so I think when somebody has a personal experience and shares that, that certainly helps somebody else that wants to travel. How do you kind of plan your routes? Well, we've kind of been on the West Coast this year just to be closer to my parents, just in case something happened. But um, we really wanted to go to the Pacific Northwest. So we made our way up there. There was no plan at all, really. Yeah. We just kind of- <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? That's great. Yeah. yeah it's, it was- <laughs> good. very grateful for that because yeah. we kind of were just exploring and wanted to go where we wanted to go and yeah we had places that we'd missed a lot while we were living in Australia for the last four years so Sequoia we took this year, yeah we took and... this this year to go visit those places so and it was a whole like a whole different perspective having a dog with us you know before we were doing all the trails and you know hiking and exploring everything and you know with a dog it's you you can't go on every trail so it's you been... have to plan ahead yeah. Totally. And research ahead because you don't always have internet service in the park. Yeah. So that's what, that's something that's we... One. Just we knowing where you can go. I mean, you can always talk to a ranger, but this year they were kind of hard to come by as yeah. well. You know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah I think the, the National Park Service, you know, we, whenever we're going to a national park, we always just type in, you know, Joshua Tree National Park and the word pets after it. And it's always the first thing on Google is the 
pets policy in that park. Yeah, we've actually found a few little loopholes and stuff that, that, that have enabled us to actually see more than the website would actually allude to. So but that's kind of just been our personal experience, but hopefully we can share that with people. Yeah. <laughs> so right now you're traveling, uh, you're traveling in a van. You've got like a high roof van or something. Yeah. So we, we've had a lot of evolutions of mobile living um, <laughs> in the last few years, but currently we have a yeah a high roof cargo van that we initially we um, converted it into a camper. Um, so we had a bed and a toilet and solar panels, fridge, all that kind of stuff. And that's, so we had that kind of towing the travel trailer that we live in so that we could kind of have a more nimble vehicle. So some, some like some national parks and campgrounds don't allow a certain length of RV. So yeah, it's much easier in a van or, yeah. a, or a tent. So oh, we, yeah. we could have the best, we tried to have the best of both worlds where we had our kind of home base and then we could take the van on, on trips into the national parks. And that worked out pretty well because we were pretty lucky to have that. Um, but the, the end goal for the van was kind of always to be a work van, the bed and the camper parts out of the van now. And it's, it's a, still solar powered with a fridge. It's still solar powered with a fridge <laughs> and a toilet. Oh, nice. um, and Alaska loves traveling in the van. It's kind mm. of perfect for her because it's has no windows in the back and it's really well insulated. And the, um, you know, the air conditioning conditions, the whole space. She's very much a visual stimulated dog. So mm. traveling mm. in the car just really gets yeah. her into kind of like, all right, what do I need to do? Do I need to get that? What am I doing? So, yeah. so it's just the perfect travel van for her. That, that it was either that or a motorhome would have, would have kind of been the only two things we think would have worked for her. So. And you had mentioned uh, that you're, you're using it as a work van. I understand that you just got certified. Both of you just got certified to do RV repair. Congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was, that was a big thing for this year. That was the, the start of our our repair business and our inspection business. So yeah. you want to talk about Brad, that? Tell us a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so where we, can we find you when we want exactly. you to our, inspect our RV? <laughs> the new RV we're going to get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, well, we're on uh, online at meetyoutherepair.com. And then we have uh, a Facebook and then a Yelp and uh, an Instagram, Meet You There RV Repair. We love our the rv lifestyle we love traveling in an rv we've had so many rvs and we've realized they all have the same issues kind of so we thought that it was a good idea to get trained and help other people you know kind of realize their rv adventure potential um we really want to empower people uh to travel in an rv uh that's really cool and our yeah. RVs are very high maintenance items and so high maintenance. a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they, they think they'll get it and it'll just be like their, their house. So. We learned that, you know, it's very different traveling in an RV versus yeah. living in an RV. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. We have a saying that uh, we're saying uh, when something goes, you know, every time you go out for a trip, uh, something seems to inadvertently you know, need repair. And we are RV now. Yeah, we're <laughs> RVing now. We call the family, go, we're RVing now. And they go, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, yeah, How far RV did you make it this time? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We want people to continue camping. You know, we, you know, for so many people, they might only go out for, you know, a couple of weeks out of the year in their RV and, and if their fridge isn't working or their air conditioner isn't working, then that's that trip, trip, ruined. trip ruined, you know? So yep. we want to be there. And I think, because we do kind of travel to a lot of different places with the dog in us, I think it's just going to work really well to help people out that are, you know, in a bit of a bind, you know, they might be in the middle of Joshua tree and can't even make a phone call to, to, to get some help. So 
that's kind of the concept behind meet you there that will be there to help you. So. Usually when we're in the RV park, we'll always see a service truck coming in, you know, to help somebody out somewhere. So it's, yeah. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I think so. One of the services we offer is um, inspections. So pre-purchase inspections, um, because when people buy RVs, they buy brand new RVs and think they're going to come absolutely perfect, but they obviously yeah. Surprise. Have, a, they have a lot of problems <laughs> yeah, straight exactly. from the factory. So we offer, um, uh, we have an inspection side of our business and, with that inspection, the um, association is called the NRVIA, and they have a locator. Um, when someone's looking to buy an RV, they can go to the nrvia.org, and then that'll, you know, that we update our lo- location on that okay. locator so that people, you know, wherever, whatever area we are in, people will search that area and, and we'll, we'll be there. And we also keep our social media and our Facebook and our website up to date saying so where we are we're okay. current current location for repairs all that stuff. yeah so we have just need to get into that group that's a great idea really yeah. good idea you know i'm i'm glad you're offering that we we uh keep telling about you know we dog we're dog trainers and we always tell people that we offer temperament testing because one of our biggest thing in the book that we're going to write uh, sometime soon is <laughs> is uh is about choosing the right dog for your lifestyle because as you probably know um, you know, different types of dogs don't necessarily go with certain types of lifestyle, or it might be difficult for the dog. So, um, you know, so we always try to get people to say, hey, if you're going to go out and you're going to look for a new dog, let us help you make sure it's the right temperament, it's the right type of dog. Let's ask all the questions uh, yeah. to to have that dog be a lifetime member of your family. You know, that yeah. that's one of the biggest things that we want to do. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that consultation is is key for people yeah and we when we rescued alaska they they called her a cattle dog mix which she kind of over outgrew that but um in about a week in about a week she's <laughs> bigger than a cattle dog but um they just said you know she is a herding dog so you have to make sure you know she's gonna get a lot of exercise and so we kind of took that to heart we love hiking so it suits her breed it suits her her need for exercise and sniffing and hiking so yeah Yeah, especially if you if you live in a small space right like you guys obviously and and we too when we're traveling with our dogs in the rv um even though ours are are smaller dogs they they're both you know uh, jack russell terrier and an an australian shepherd they're both very active dogs that need a lot of mental stimulation in in addition to just you know Mm -hmm. physical exercise as well yeah in the it's been a little bit harder in the winter going you know going on hikes and doing that stuff but we're getting we're trying to get into a groove where we're able to exercise her more and hike more and all that stuff yeah i think being in an rv there's just a lot of logistics too that take up a lot of time luckily this year i suppose as we kind of transitioned into that it was easily a bit easier because we weren't working but now to running the business and just the logistics of it's hard because the whole reason we started the dog in us and the whole reason that we're we're doing this lifestyle is for her um making sure that we have have time for her to hike her every day so it's going to be hard to kind of find that balance but that's like anybody getting a job a dog you've kind of got to think about that and think about your lifestyle and how the dog will will fit into that yeah which is really good and important that you're working around her and that's it's very uh, it's very nice that you do that because she's still part of the family. So it, you, know, you yeah, got to do what you got to do. She's our child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely, we understand yeah. that statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's coming up for you guys? So this next summer, where are you, or maybe even right now, where are you headed to now? 
Yeah, so we're just in Albuquerque at the moment. Um, just um, for my Christmas. parents live here. Uh, yeah, Ellie's parents live here. So. Yeah, so we, we're here for Christmas to spend some time with them. And then um, we'll probably be heading to Arizona for the cold parts oh. of the winter. And then and then uh, we're going to make our way to Bend, Oregon. We love Oregon so much. So, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, we're taking one day at a time this year, but hopefully that that all pans out. We really, when we went to Oregon, we just fell in love with it. So we're going to try to migrate there for the summer and check it out. We, we, it wasn't really our plan, honestly. We just, you know, <laughs> we were going to be going east uh, next year was kind of the plan and try to go to a lot of national parks over there. But we were spent some time in Oregon and unfortunately it's kind of a magnet to our hearts. Calling you back. <laughs> yeah, we felt so at home there. So yeah, yeah, when you let Alaska off on the beach, that'll be uh, that'll be really cool because yeah. you just won't know what to do with the salt water, the room, the sand. Yeah. <laughs> so you start running, go, what do I do now? <laughs> you love the water. That was like when she saw snow for the first time. That was yeah. pretty cool. Oh, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> Very exciting. So what does she weigh right now? What does Alaska weigh? You, can't, you can only see her head. 72. Her big head. 72 pounds. Her head carries most of the weight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Her head carries most of the weight. That's all that brain in there. <laughs> very cute. That's very cute. Yeah, 72. She's pretty pretty big dog. She's all muscle. She's muscle, though. Yeah. It's just crazy how strong she is. Yeah, so she's, she's smaller than a big dog. I mean, I guess we don't feel like she's that big, but then we see her around other dogs and she, we're like, oh, wait, she's really big. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, she's pure muscle. So she's very strong. That's awesome. All right. So um, share with us again. So we have a Facebook page. You have a yeah. website, well, two websites, one for, <laughs> <laughs> and then you got your YouTube channel. And of course, for all of the viewers, we're going to share all of your links in the description below the video. So they'll be able sure. to find you. See yeah. where you are and what you're up to. I got to <laughs> say, um, our Instagram too is probably, Ellie runs our Instagram. She's a fabulous writer. <laughs> so I think that's something that a lot of dog owners should should check out. We try to, you know, make the Instagram not just photos of Alaska, but, you know, resources for people and trails that they can check out. So um, that's the dog in us. And then the Facebook group is U.S. National Parks with Dogs. And that's kind of like a community of adventure dog owners who really want to explore the national parks with their dogs because it is possible. And then we have our small business that we just started, uh, Meet You There RV Repair. So uh, our mobile RV tech business. Um, so yeah, we're excited to to help other RVers on their journeys. But that's that's our project at the moment. But the dog in us is always ongoing because it's our life. It's our life, and yeah, we're so, so cool. passionate about traveling with her, with our dog, our rescue dog. So Alaska is our child. So we want to make sure our life is you know good for her as well because dogs only have a short time with us yeah, so right, right. we want to make sure she gets all the love and exploration she deserves <laughs> well that's awesome I can you know definitely that's I guess why I found you on uh, Facebook <laughs> and uh, YouTube because that's definitely our um, our mission too is to yeah. you know find dog friendly places around the United States and tell other people where they can uh, take their dogs and enjoy adventures with their dogs so that's awesome yeah Yeah. and there's not a lot of resources out there for you know 
especially on YouTube of traveling with your dog. And so it's good to meet other people that are in the same kind of realm traveling with their dog and trying to make their life dog friendly. So it's right, nice, yeah. nice to, yeah, I'm glad we met you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Hopefully we'll meet on the road sometime. If you come yes. to Arizona, you're always welcome. All right. Well, thank you again for being on the show and we'll definitely keep following you and hopefully some of our viewers will do the same. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, B and Jim. Thank yeah, you for, for having, having us. us on. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us today on People with Passion for Pets. We're Jim and Bee Walker, and we share the adventure of life with our dog Apollo and Heidi. For more adventure videos, check out our YouTube channel, Modern Canine Vlog, or visit our website, www.mcs.dog. And until next time, keep your paws on the road.